Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Thanks for supporting my Jen Lowry Writes podcast. My purpose is to inspire and encourage others to chase after their writing goals with faith and courage. By hitting the support this podcast button and with your monthly contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99, you are helping me chase after mine. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I want to talk with you guys about something that's been on my mind this week. It's 2020. I'm like, okay, I haven't even got through Thanksgiving yet, and here I am already planning in my mind, what am I going to do? How am I going to change things? You know, taking all of the information and that I've learned this year and all of these experiences, what can I do to better myself, better my writing? And just approach 2020 really strong. I was like, you know, I guess I've always been that way. If I look back, I've always been very goal-oriented. It really helps me to stay focused on the tasks at hand. And it really keeps, you know, keeps me motivated. It keeps my heart strong and sure. So, to say I'm kind of surprised that it's happened this early, not really. So, I was thinking, wow, the decade. Here we are. It's it's over. And, you know, what are some things that I could go ahead and prepare myself for now? So I was considering looking at 2020 as a new way to investigate children's literature. And that is by doing detailed author book studies. Now, I love this idea. I'm going to continue with this idea for a while, I guess, until another one hits me. (laughs) But we finished James and the Giant Peach last night. Today, I have my children's literature book club, Google Hangout. And we're going to be hanging out today at 4 o'clock. And we're going to be just talking about children's lit, what we're noticing, and and what's happened with James. And um, the issue with me with the book club is that um, they wanted to stop at chapter 13. Well, the chapters are very short. They're like a page or a page and a half. Um, I finished the book last night, and I didn't kind of follow the the days, the just the amount. But I could go back and just catch myself right back up from 7 to 13 and, um, and be able to talk through it. So it's no big deal. But I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep reading. Um, The book club is still a way for me to learn things new and to be able to discuss and collaborate with others about writing. So I'm excited about the book club. Don't get me wrong. It's just I'm going to be on a probably a different reading pace. So I'm in the middle of all of that. So I know I want to continue that for 2020. I know I have podcast goals for 2020. So when I'm going to, you know, I'm going to sit down with my journal because my journal is where I write down my goals and I've got to pull out my 2020 
2019 um, list. And it's funny because the other day, Katie Camillo asked me, can I keep up with them? I'm like, oh yeah, I can keep up with them. I can keep up with my journals. Well, I have so many. (laughs) I was just thinking, well, I got to find out which one it was that I wrote those goals in um, at the beginning of the year. But if all else fails, good old podcast here can help me because all I have to do is go back to January 1st, 2019 and review those goals. I'd love to hear them because before I even talk about 2020, I need to be reflective on 2019. And so that's where I think I can, you know, put the cart ahead of the horse sometimes. Like I'm ready to just keep, keep, keep going when we do need to take time to have conversations with ourselves, to journal about it, to to just sit and and just reflect and take moments of celebration and um, see what are some things that we can do. And I think that can come out in the journaling, that can come out in the quiet time with ourselves about reviewing our goals. So I made a vision board also on my Pinterest page I made a vision board Google slide for my students, and each student was also required to make a vision board. And we made a digital vision board. I didn't have a vision board party, which those look really cool, but um, I didn't do that because you would have to cut things out of magazines, and um, that takes, you know, digital, if you know what's in your head, it doesn't take as long, you know, to be able to, to find something in an image. It's just for you. It's not like you're reproducing it and selling it. Um, So it's something that you keep privately that's going to encourage you and motivate you. So I also did that. So I made the list down of what my goals were and I made a visual board. So I need to pull those things out and maybe I'll do that over the weekend and do like a checkoff and say, oh gosh, I forgot this was on my list, or oh look, this is what I wrote, and I've exceeded it. I know that I've exceeded the podcast um, listeners. I'd asked um, the Lord to you know, help me connect with 10,000 people, and I'm now over 13,000 people, and I know it's going to grow. It's going to continue to grow. I, I have faith in that. So I'm going to put on my 2020 list 20,000. Um, that's something that... Um, if I try to make a goal for like 10000 a year to have that growth, I think that that would be um, still far-reaching for a little girl from Maxton. <laughs> but it could be possible. You never know. A friend can tell a friend. A writer can tell a writer. And next thing you know, that happens in life. And so I'm going to be uh, definitely having a podcast goal, having a YouTube goal, I think that what you need to do when you when you talk about goals, you need to think about what's important to you and how you want to prioritize those goals because that's where you'll spend your most energy. And so as you can see, I spend more energy on the podcast. Those of you that hang out with me every day know that it's my ride to work and then sometimes my way home. <laughs> if I've got something else that I've got to share, I don't always make podcasts on the weekends. Um, That's mainly when I try to do YouTube videos is on the weekends. It just doesn't always happen. So even though I have my goals set for YouTube, I'm not as consistent there. I'll try to make at least one a week. Um, That's as consistent as I can get, um, which is still pretty good, putting out content once a week on a platform. Um, 
And so I want you to consider not just your writing goals. You see, I haven't even told you what my writing goals are yet. Because I think that we need to do all of these other things um, while we're maintaining a daily structure in our writing. But we cannot neglect the other parts of our career. And so I know that the 2019 year I talked about Patreon. And I really didn't do much with Patreon at all. I don't really even link Patreon to anything. And so I definitely in 2020 are going to want to do that, you know, do that focus some. Um, and see if I can get the Patreon started. But, you know, right now, that's not a priority. I want to make sure that all of the books that I have written so far are all on an audio platform. So that is a goal that I'm continuing to work with narrators right now. We're still in the process of books. And so I'm really excited about, you know, what that's looking like. But all of these things are are directly related to my writing but sometimes we can say well I don't have time like I'm still encouraging people with social media guys I mean we got to build our fan base we got to build our reader base and we've got to spend time there and I don't know everything that there is to know I don't know how to make Instagram stories yet I haven't even tried one like that's not my platform of choice I don't really know how to engage with you know authors on Instagram. Now on Twitter, I have a better handle on Twitter and LinkedIn. And so I do spend more time in those two arenas than I do in Instagram. So I just want to encourage you to figure out social media and what works best with you and engage on there. You need to be doing that on a daily basis. So you, if you need to write that down in your goals, um, for this month, if you just want to do, you know, the rest of November, you want to start something, it's to start engaging. Um, I do want to consider looking at how I'm doing my blog. Um, I don't want to put out bunches and bunches of content to where people will unsubscribe and they'll, because it's almost like, it's like a newsletter. It's like it's going out. So I've, I've kind of held back. I'm getting ready this weekend. I already know which one I'm doing. I'm going to do a blog post about Katie Camillo, um, and I'm going to start linking to YouTube. I think that if I need to make a short, quick burst of a blog post, um, it can be an original poem or song. I always um, get a lot of um, views on those. And so I'm not going to like stop if the, if the Lord gives me a song or a poem. I will you know, put it out there. Um, however, for the content pieces, I want to try to link them to my YouTube channel. I want to try to link them to something that I'm saying in the podcast. So that way it can link back to something else that I've, I have. So it's not just a standalone blog. So if I'm going to do seven tips on how to edit, I want to have the blog to go with it. And that way I can, um, you know, put it in the description and have people move from my podcast over to my blog world um, and that could have people that are on my podcast have an opportunity to reach out for me maybe they didn't think about clicking well, well they might see it right there and click so I'm trying to be more strategic in the future with that so that's something that you know reflective you know all I do is just hey idea hits me and I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that that's fine because you're still consistently putting out content 
However, I think I could do it in a more intentional way. So maybe intentionality for 2020. Like, you know, I've started all of these things. I've, I've tried them. Um, I need to get better. I need to improve. So, you know, that should be a goal that we have every day too. Just, you know, working this life and doing it better. How can we do it better than we did it the day before? And I think the reading has really helped me this year. I did a 70-book goal. And I have to get on my Pinterest and check. Um, Pinterest is keeping up with it because I take a picture of my books. And then I'll put them up there. The thing is... I can't count <laughs> all of the children's books that I read. Um, I would have been over a hundred by now. I haven't been documenting all the children's books, and I need to. So I'm going to rethink the way that I do my goals for my reading, uh, my personal reading goals. If I went back, I would try to remember what all of the children's books are that I've read this year, but. I haven't been uh, been as good at that. Like, I'll read that really fast with the classes, doing the read-alouds. Then I'll put those books away, and I'm, I don't think about it because I'm in the moment in the school environment, and I'm not taking pictures of what I'm reading. Um, so I'm going to try to get better with that. I did put James and the Giant Peach in there. Um, and so I have put um, some of the adult reading you know, for, for adult audiences in there but as you can see if you start looking at my Pinterest board you're gonna notice that my pins start moving and navigating away and moving into the middle grades in children's literature world and that's probably what you're gonna see from now on so I think that for me now this is might not apply to you at all like focus genre um, I think that for me I need to do a microscope and I need to, to focus my genres for 2020. I've got clean books for all ages. I've got a wide variety of work. You know, I have the poetry collection. I have the Christmas holiday romance for my mom for adults. I have YA books in Bridges and Teenage Exorcist. And then I have my middle grades, Lyric, The Rapture Revolution, which could also move into children's lit. And I also have my boyfriend's back. And I've got, you know, Dear God, Please Take Care of Rambo and Myrtle's Garden. And those are two that are picture books. And so if I look back over the year, I've already been reflective about this. So I kind of saved this for last to talk about, you know, what brought me the most joy. And when I was out at the book signings, what was, you know, for me, the place that was the connection that I just, I felt like my heart would just, you know, grow two sizes too big. Like, when I was talking to people about my books, and it was The Raptor, and it was Dear God, Take Care of Rambo, Please Take Care of Rambo. Those two, in Myrtle's Garden, when I talked about my grandma and my students at school and creating this children's uh, picture book. And so I really believe that children's lid um, is going to be my narrowed, focus so I'm going to funnel all of my put so imagine a big funnel at the top of my head so here I am trying to draw this you know whimsical Dr. Seuss image in my head um, so imagine this funnel on the top of my head what needs to go in that funnel 
what do I need when there's so much that I could put in there for 2020? What do I need that could not only bring me joy and peace and happiness, because that's what we need to be putting in our brain too, um, happy things, <laughs> um, and it's children's lit. That's just hands down. And so I'm really um, considering now, the Lord may have completely other plans for me. Like, who knows? There might be a world that the Lord will want to open back up and, and say, Okay, well, I, I love Mac. Jen, why don't you take Mac and have a Valentine adventure romance? Like, And I'll be like, God, really? Another one? And he would say, Yes. And guess what I do? I would obey. So I'm not saying that these goals are set in stone because the Holy Spirit has the real plan you know the holy spirit will direct my paths i'm just you know trying to do what i can do on my part to stay engaged within my writing life um, and to try to stay productive and active and how could it help me so i had a, a conversation with a friend yesterday and she gave me two frank peretti books and she was like i really want you to read these two books and I'm like, well, I'm in a book study right now, so I am not going to promise when it's going to get done. She was like, well, you're going to love them. Once you read them, you're going to love him, and you're going to keep reading them. And I'm like, well, you know, thank you for the books. I love books. Giving the gift of books is, is amazing. Like, I love book gifts. I love them. And so I have these two books, and... I don't know when I'm going to get to these books, however, not to say that I'm only going to read children's lit, like, I know that there may be something that someone recommends, or I'm gifted, and, and, I, and I need to try it, I need to read it, see if it's for me, but for my author study, for this author world I'm living, I really do want to focus in on children's literature, um, and I think that you really don't know, like, I found it interesting that Kate DiCamillo was trying to write literary fiction and turning them into magazines. Well, when I got to the end of James and the Giant Peach, oh, I'm not going to do the spoiler alert if you've never read it because I want you to read it, but when I got to the end and it had the short bio of Roald Dahl, it actually said that he, he wrote some short stories in like the early 40s, 1940s, and there wasn't, you know, he wrote short stories, um, he went to the war. He was a fighter pilot. And then in 1961, he published James and the Giant Peach. And then I'm thinking 20 years later, you know, he's now at James and the Giant Peach. And then his, you know, children's book career took off. And that's when he wrote Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and the BFG and Matilda and Danny. And, you know, he's got a list of books. And so that are well-beloved in children's literature today. And so, you know, when I look at that time span, I thought to myself, well, there's someone else that tried one genre, found another genre, and that was where they lived. And I'm wondering if that is what happened with, you know, with him. Like, how long did it take him to come to that realization? I know mine came really quick. Like, Mine was just, what does my, I'm very attuned to my heart and my emotions and, and my spirit. And so, it was more on, I'm going on the emotional response of, of the ease of the writing. Like, it just flowed. It just, 
There was no stopping the rapture revolution. There was no stopping Lyric and my boyfriend's back. It was just, I was done. It was, there was this ease about it. So my friend came up with a very um, interesting thought. And, you know, I haven't had really time to process the thought. But, I mean, it's a, it's a valid one. Because she knows what's in a lot of YA books today. Which, um, I have a filter. Um, if I haven't told you my movie filter or my book filter. If there's adult scenes in them. Um, there, was, there was a book one time. A series and it was in the book in the library it was it's a very popular vampire series and the student that wanted me to read it she put big um, pieces of paper over chunks of the book because those were pages I weren't was not able to read um, and so you say Jennifer you're how old yes I'm 44 however I feel convicted uh, within my spirit that I don't need to take in um, you know, reading pornographic material or watching it. And so that's just my conviction. And I'm not saying that if, you know, if you're out there and you're writing adult scenes in YA books or you're writing very complicated scenes, um, you know, if you felt led to do that, you do that. You, you stand by your work. And I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, that. But I have to stand by my work. I have to stand. I might have to put my book in front of me. And, and I'm carrying that book around. And I'm a champion for that book. I'm a champion for that character. But I'm also a champion for Jesus at the same time. And so, you know, I have to be very mindful about what I take in. And um, I've noticed a shift in YA literature um, that I would have never thought that would have happened. And... Um, it's sometimes it can get, you know, a little racy, a little dark really fast. And shoot, I'm not saying that um, the other books that I've read in middle grades aren't dark because they have heavy themes. They have very social themes that are heavy. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that some of it doesn't sit right with my spirit. And so um, maybe that's what's happened. And maybe my spirit is just like, okay, faucet's turning on and the water is flowing when it's um, really good stories, you know, just good stories, children's lit. And then maybe um, I can't connect as much anymore um, because the Holy Spirit is saying, okay, that's, you don't need that. But I will say that I do love YA collections. I love books that are for YA audiences. But like the books that I love, Fahrenheit, 451, Night, like so... Night is going on right now at school. I love night. I taught night for many years. I would hug night if I had it right here in the car. You know, that's for adult and YA audiences. And so I'm not saying that all books to me um, are not going to be reread or rediscovered or, or I'll take recommendations. But I'll be more mindful about what I pick up for 2020. I do know that. Um, because if I'm picking up the book and I'm reading the book, I also want to do... Um, a review of the book and then I want to share it out I want to tell people and I want to say hey you know you need to read this book um, I want to stand behind my reviews as well and so that's just a personal thing so um, my friend brought that out yesterday about is that why Jen like is that why you're you feel this way about children's lit now um, 
she was like, I still want you to, uh, Frank Peretti is a Christian author. She's, and he writes in the horror genre. And she was like, I really want you to read his books. And I'm like, okay, I, I got them. I'm just, they're on my list. Um, I do have a list. Um, I have a populated list that is looking, um, rather long. And my librarians are awesome because my librarians have been giving me these, um, recommendations as well because they know how much I love Katie Camillo they're saying well she's very similar to Katie Camillo and so they've given me a name oh have you thought about this lady and I'm like I've never heard of her they're like well she's very similar to Katie Camillo you need to read this and so here I am now with a with a list of middle grades work um and so I'm you know I'm excited about what's to come with my reading journey but I think we all need to take a reading journey you know, I think reading Station Eleven helped me with POVs. So I'm not saying that that adult book for for those adult audiences, and it was a dystopian, um, which is something that I really don't read a lot of. Um, I did read The City of Ember. Um, I did, you know, Fahrenheit. I, you know, but I I don't read tons of that. It's like like I go and look in the sections um, online and do Google searches to see what's the next you know book coming out. But it did teach me a lot about POV. So we can learn so much from reading. And so definitely make reading a goal for 2020. Um, If you did not have like a number goal, really pray about that goal. I did 70. I really feel like I'm going to hit over that. Um, I may not, but I'll be close. The last time I checked, I was in the 50s. But I'll be proud of that first goal being reached. That just means that I either need to stay with 70 because it's doable in my life. (laughs) Or maybe go to 77 and just add seven more books for next year. Especially, you know, if I'm going to be focusing more on children's lit, I can read one of those in a day. Um, And that's another good thing about the children's lit is that the commitment time, the in and out is short. And so I can um, experience a lot of the different worlds that way. So there's there's another reason maybe um, that helps with my time and my schedule. And so now that, you know, I've kind of talked you through some of my reflective practice and, and how I've been looking at things, and you understand that questioning is really key. And if you don't have someone like my friend here to, to question me about my motives and, and my whys, Continue to ask yourself why. Before you put that goal down, why? Why is it that you want to, to grow on your YouTube and your podcast? Why? Why are you spending this time on the podcast? And, and you know, do a research study on yourself. And at the end of the year, really be reflective and look back. So I'm going to pull out my goals this weekend I'm going to look at everything. It's, it's really not time for that. I, I probably, I'm not going to say, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to wait until December. I'm going to wait because I can still do some phenomenal things. You never know what the Lord will do. Um, the Lord could open some, some big doors for me, not only with listeners and viewers on YouTube. I mean, you never know what can happen. So I shouldn't do a reflective piece until the end of December. And then start my new goals over. But I am going to start journaling about it. I am going to start journaling about some lessons learned. um, Because I do want to do a year in review. I want that in my life. 
I want to do that every year. And so I still, again, December, I said I wanted to do a year in review. I'm wrong. I need to wait. I, I said that might be my next YouTube video, but no, it's not over yet. Why am I rushing things? It's November. I still have a book signing in December. I still have people to meet and people to contact me. And, you know, so I need to slow down a little bit. Um, but I am thinking about 2020. And, um, trying to plan for something each month. I already have my January booked, so maybe that's why kind of it takes the pressure off because I already have my book signings in January, but now I've got to work February on. I do have a, a positive uh, thing to report. Um, I have an intern now, so that's cool. I've always wanted an intern and I have a business, so Monarch Educational Services is my business, and that's where my author world is under. Um, and so over the summer, I was like, okay, I'm, if anybody's looking for digital internships, everything on the computer, online, um, this helps for students who don't have transportation. Um, so someone did reach out to me and uh, filled out my Google form, which is an application process to be able to be a volunteer or an intern with me. These are not paid. Um, these are for students in high school or in college Go ahead. that are in high school and college who are interested in, you know, learning more about the author behind the scenes and then they just want to give back to the author community. Um, and they want to get hours and they want to do like promotions. So that is happening. So, um, I've got their application in, and now all I have to do is, you know, contact them and, and start putting them on the to-do list <laughs> to help me, which a part of it is going to be to help me with 2020. So that's going to be cool. So I'm excited about that. So I hope that you guys have a wonderful day today. Super cold where I'm at. Um, I say super cold. It's 29. That's cold for me. Um... I hope you guys stay safe, stay warm. I'm going to be praying for you guys. Please pray for me. Um, work those goals. That's all I'm telling you. Work them. Uh, don't let days pass you by. Um, and yes, we may need rest periods. We may need times where we need to just celebrate and calm it down a little bit. Let our heart catch up and then start those goals again. But um, don't get too far gone from your um your platforms and and what you need to be doing on a daily basis uh, just to help yourself and so i hope that you have a blessed day and i'll talk with you guys later bye Now that you found me on the Jen Lowry Writes podcast, I challenge you to head over to where books are sold and find me there. I've published 11 books so far, and I write clean books for all ages. Horror, paranormal, sweet romance, fantasy, historical fiction, you name it, I've got your genre. Search Jen Lowry at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Kobo, and more. And for my Bible devotionals, you'll see my full name, Dr. Jennifer Eichner Lowry on Amazon. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.